Okay, Parsha's Truma is the Parsha about the Mishkan. The Mishkan. The Bansham gave us a place where he comes into this world and he dwells over there. So the obvious question is, is why does the Bansham need a place in this world to dwell? Everybody, you go to Torah and you get, you get connected to the Bansham. Why does he need a Mishkan? What's the point of a Mishkan? The truth is, is that before modern Torah, well, after Mount Dair, by the after before the Egel, there wouldn't have been a Mishkan. Maybe each one of us would have been our own Mishkan. After the Egel, we needed a place. We needed a a chotzer, a kodesh, a, 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 a kedushim, to be able to have the bunch of this world. So, as we all know, this, all the almost all the guys say, "Where's your God?" Yeah, we can't see him. We don't know him. They have this 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 understanding of a of a Shalom, of a God that he's in the heavens and he doesn't have anything to do with this world. It's one of the clear clear that we have that Hashem doesn't have anything to do with this world anymore, and uh, therefore we don't have to. You know, you don't have to go by God. We could every once in a while go to a priest, and you know, he'll he's attached to God, and he'll absolve us or something like that. Because the priest is not a part of this world; he has to do his own things. He can't be a part of this world. He has to live in a life of you know, in a monastery or whatever it is, not married. He's attached to God, and he'll give us all our absolve whatever he'll absolve us from all our sins. But in this class, in this case, it's not like that. The Bainshalam gives a Mishkan to tell us that I'm in this world with you. It's very easy for you to get to me. You're right, there are boundaries. There's a Chatz of the Mishkan, there's a courtyard of the Mishkan, there's the Kaidish, there's the Kedoshim, the Amay, there's different boundaries that different people can go. Tameim go in certain parts, and Israel and Kehanim, and the Kaingadu goes to Kedoshim once a year. There's boundaries. But the Bainshalam says, I'm in this world. So the India of the Mishkan is to show us. That's not so far from us to be connected to the Bainishlam. It's not very far. It's not hard. I'm here. I didn't stay in the, in the heavens. I have my Shekhinah here in this world. And in the Mishkan, we have Caleb. We have certain vessels which we use. Every vessel has, every, every little, even the tiniest little thing, the Dunham on the bottom of the crusher, on the bottom of the beams, have a symbolism of something. But the three big ones, obviously, well, four, is the Oren, where we have the Torah, the Menorah, the Shochan, Lechem Aponim, the, the bread that's there all week, and the Mizbeach. Mizbeach HaDom, Mizbeach HaKtayras. So what's the of the Kalim? So it's funny. It's interesting. The Kalim are set up in a very specific way. The Oren is in the center, the Menorah is on the right, and the Shochan is on the left. So, the Oren in the center, obviously, is telling us that our central point in our life has to be the Torah. And that's the way we connect to the Ubani Shalom. The easiest way we connect to the Ubani Shalom is through the Torah. The way everybody has to connect to the Ubani Shalom is through the Torah. The Torah is the blueprint of the world. The Torah is what Hashem tells us, this is how I created the world, I want you to know how I created it. Through the Torah. What's the Menorah and the Shulchan for? What are the point of the Menorah and the Shulchan? So Menorah is a flame. Menorah is light. 
Fire goes up. The shochan is lechem, is bread. Yeah, bread comes from the ground. So there are two factors in our lives. Obviously, everybody knows this is simple. I'm not saying any chedushim here. One is the spiritual, and one is the physical. On the spiritual side of things, we have the menayra. The menayra is showing us that we could go up, we're able to rise, go above the natural teva. Ash fire does not do, do a natural thing, it rises up. Most things go down, gravity. But there's one nair in the menayra that stays burnt the whole time. doesn't go out. The nair maravi never goes out. And all the candles point to that nair maravi. What's the point of that? The lechem, lechem upon him, is the bread from the ground, the physical. Now, even in the even in the in the Mishkan, we have the physical. We have to show you that the lechem upon him was there on the table all week, and didn't go bad. Nothing happened to it. It sat outside all week, and nothing happened to it. What was the reason for that? So. Very simply, when it comes to spiritual things, we think that, you know, if we, you know, if we learn Torah, we'll get it. We'll get there. We have to, the Bonisham says, you're right. You will. However, you need Siyat HaDashmaya. You need to have the Nehemiah of it. It's always burning. I'm not, you can't just think that you're going to get Torah. Torah is come from Shemayim. It's not something you just could get. You know, learn Gemara and I'm going to get there. No. You have to be pointing towards the middle. You have to have the Nehemiah. The Nehemiah is always burning. I'm always there to help you. You just have to try to get to me. I'm pointing. You're pointing at me. To try to get to me. Meaning the learning can't be just learning because I want to know what Torah says. The learning is because I want to know what the Rebbeinu Shalem says. I want to reach the Rebbeinu Shalem. And the way to do that is when you're learning is to realize that there's Rebbeinu Shalem who you're learning his Torah. I'm not just learning because it's Gishmak. There's a great story of Yom Eger and a great concept from the Ketzais. That's not why I'm learning. I'm learning because I want to get close to Hashem. There's a story with the Groh. Somebody wanted to come to the Groh. Maybe I said it's over. Somebody wanted to come to the, come to the Groh. They wanted to learn by the Groh. So the Groh said, okay, no problem. You have to have a Bechidim before. You have to have a test. Okay, what's the test? He sat down in the basement. He gave him a Gemara. Gave him, uh, make him a number. T- let's say 10 lines of Gemara. He said, learn this till I come back. These 10 lines. And the girl came back a few hours later, and the man was still learning the same ten lines. He said, oh, now you're accepted. If you can learn the same ten lines over and over and over just because it's Torah, that's when he wants to connect to Hashem. Now you're accepted to my yeshiva. Obviously, it's hard for us to do that, and we have to learn, and we have to have a yeshmak, and we have to, and the Bajan wants us to have a yeshmak. Egle Tal says, and I tell me, he wants, it should, be, it, should be, it should be the biggest joy in the world. But with that biggest joy, we also have to realize that what we're trying to do is connect to Hashem. That's the Nehmerovi. The Nehmerovi is that Seat Nishmaya that's always burning. But we have to point to it, we have to try to get to it. On the other hand, the Lechma Panim is our own bread that we work for. That's our physical things that we, Agashmias. And that, the Bunchim says, I'm not just going to make one candle, make one Lechem that's going to be stay good all week. All the breads are going to stay good all week. All 12 of them. Why? Because when it comes to Gashmi, when it comes to physical things, I'm going to give you everything you need. You have to work for it. You have to make the bread. You have to make the bread. 
We have to work for it, but we get everything we need. It never goes bad. And these, with these two things, the central concept is terrorist. Therefore, the Menorah was on the right, the more important side, it's the spiritual, the, the Lechem was, the, the was on the left, and the Arn was in the middle. To show you that if you have Torah connecting these two things, your life will be a life of Mishkan, of the Shachanti B'Seichem, I will dwell within you. But if one is more important than the other, when the guy may have, you know, the priests have, are just spiritual, and the people are just physical, or in Klai's show, when somebody feels like, I, could, I can't do the learning, I can, or I, I'm not going to do any business, I'm just going to sit, I'm not going to do any work, anything for my bread, I'm just going to sit and learn, which, if you get paid for learning also, which is also work for your learning, you'll have, to, you'll have to get paid for your learning, which means you're working also, you're not just doing nothing, you can't just sit bottle. I mean, there were the school of special people who did it, but that's not for everybody. You have to have the synthesis of the two, and through that, we can have a lot of chapter And that's the Aaron in the middle of the Torah. The last thing is the Mizbeach. I'm not talking about Mizbeach of the the Mizbeach where we, where we bring our animals to, for our, our sins or just a present. The Mizbeach is the Tivus. All our desires in this world. Our physical desires, meat, is one of the base physical desires that everybody wants. Everybody loves a good piece of meat, at least most people. And over there we have to learn is that the Ubanisham allows us to eat. Allows us to eat good. You can have a whole cow, a shlamim, and you have to eat it within a day, two days and a night. But we have to do our tithes properly. You're allowed to have a typhoon. You're allowed to enjoy a piece of meat. You know, there are people who did it. There are people who worked on it themselves not to have any enjoyment. But you're allowed to. You just have to learn to do it properly. You have to bring it on the Mizbeach. We have to make sure that our, our Shulchan, which is Dermot the Mizbeach, our Shulchan is comparable to Mizbeach, Chazal say, is our typhus. We have to have our typhus properly. We have to make a bracha beforehand. We have to make a bracha afterwards. We have to eat like a mensch like a normal person, and not overeat, and not do things that, that, that are just because of, I want, I want, I want. I have to eat, in order, the Rambam says, the Chazal in order to have Kayach, to do more of it is Hashem. So therefore the Mizbech also comes to teach us that, the Mizbech was in the courtyard, before, but I'm not going into the whole Seda drama of how the Mishkan was set up, and why it was set up that way. But that's the basic Limudim for Barsha's Truma, is to teach us how to live in this world. Now you're in this world. After the Egel, you know, you, you, we did the Egel, we're going to lead normal lives in Eretz Yisrael. How to live in this world? The Bible gave us a Mishkan. So everybody learns this Parsha and says, eh, it's hard, it's not Negea. What, 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 what is it? No, it's still Negea. Because I'll say, the Mishkan never got destroyed. The Kroshim are, forever and ever. They're still somewhere. It's in a place called Geniza. They're not destroyed. The Mishkan is still very us and very active in our lives. It just in our lives, in the learning of it. We have to learn about it. We have to understand it. We have to try to figure out what could, how could we use this. And that will be our Mishkan for, that will be Mishachanti B'Seicham, Seich B'nei Yisrael.